It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. What's up, everybody? You're listening to Eagles Post Game Analysis here at the Philadelphia Sports Table Podcast Show, the longest-running weekly Philly sports podcast show in the world. I'm Jeff Warren. I'm pissed off because week six of this Eagles 2019 season is now in the books, and they just completely sucked today. The defense absolutely sucked. This team lost up in Minnesota to the Vikings by a score of 38 to 20. I can't believe they actually scored 20 points at one point. But anyway, I'm Jeff Warren, like I said, and I'm here with my buddy Len Hunsicker. And uh, Len, this game just really sucked because the Eagles are 3-3 uh, three and three on the season right now. And they've got two really huge games coming up in the next couple weeks with the Dallas Cowboys and the New England Patriots. It's not going to be easy for them. But man, what this game sucked. From start to finish, even when Carson Wentz was in a rhythm in the in, in the third, it, it just sucked, dude. I'm going to say something now that I may say at least 10 times over the course of this show. What? Uh, and that is priority number one for this week is to trade for Jalen Ramsey, and I don't care what it costs. Or Chris Harris, I think, at this point. Or or both. Or, or both, both, yes. Um, I, I, I don't care. If they don't make a move... By you know going into next week, going down to Dallas, they are in trouble. Uh, they they look, look. This isn't the Jets. Um, you know, I'd like to say, <laughs> oh, the defense you know blew their load last week, but you know, no, they're playing a better caliber of team, and they're going to be playing playing a better caliber of team next week than the Jets too. Uh, so, yeah, you, you better do something if you're Howie Roseman. Absolutely. Listen, there's no Ronald Darby out there playing cornerback. There's no Avante Maddox. But Len, the cornerback depth, right? We tweeted this out during the game. The corner, the quote, cornerback depth that so many talked about, including us at the beginning of the season, just a complete and utter fucking mirage. Six games in, and this Eagles team has some of the worst cornerbacks and cornerback depth in the NFL. And I know it's easier said than done, but just like you said, you gotta go get Jalen Ramsey or and or Chris Harris 
from the Broncos. Hell, trade assets for both of these guys at this point. And I feel bad because you got a guy like Carson Wentz out there busting his ass, who, by the way, had a pretty nice game. He's had a pretty good season so far. Absolutely no help from the defense. And and, and for the people out there who are going to bitch and moan about the interception at the end of the game in garbage time, I want to read a tweet from our friend of the show, Patrick, down in Florida, who's been on our show in the past. He tweeted out, Eagles defense folded like a cheap tent. Rasul Douglas got burnt deep twice. Jones looks like a bust. The the pass rush didn't get home. Receivers dropped passes or fumbled, yet some will focus on Wentz's late-game desperation interception. Carson Wentz isn't getting any help. He's getting no help out there, even from an offensive perspective, Len. Even on offense, when his receivers, yes, they caught 306 total yards today for 11.8 yards per reception and two touchdowns. But these receivers are still dropping balls, man. They're still fumbling the ball, not helping out their quarterback here. I am fucking tired of this narrative. And it's probably just this team at this point, right? I I guess we all have to come to that realization, Lend. Is that where we have to come to? Well, I mean, Alshon Jeffrey is the only guy uh, among the receivers who showed up today. And I thought Miles Sanders had a nice game um, catching the ball as well. Outside of that, you know, we were supposed to have one of the best, if not the best tight end situation in the league. Where was that today? Zach Ertz had probably his worst game. I can remember in a long, 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 long time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, he just was non-existent. Dallas Goddard dropped a, a couple passes again, if I'm not mistaken. It just, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, they, they really, and I, I don't know how much of it is them missing Deshaun Jackson and the, you know, the vertical threat that he provides, but, it can't mean that much, can it? It can't mean that much. I, I don't think. I mean, we were talking about it on the show this past week. I mean, how it's much something, does... but it's not everything. Well, Jesus. exactly. I mean, they tried a couple deep balls with uh, <laughs> Nelson Aguilar. We saw how that worked. <laughs> Didn't do anything <laughs> at all. Got to get Deshaun back, of course. But... Uh, yeah, I, if I, Stephon Diggs still wants out of Minnesota... Uh, we'll I'll take, take him. him. Yeah, we'll take him. But again, but let's go back to the start of this game, Len. Slow starts continue to plague this Eagles team. They have yet to score a first quarter point on the road this season in three tries. They still haven't done it. Eagles ran seven plays. Seven plays in the first fucking quarter. Carson Wentz at that point in the first quarter was one for one of four fucking yards i can't understand why there are other teams in this league that decide they're gonna play four quarters they're gonna play four but this eagles team decides yeah we're gonna play three we're gonna play three almost every single week i think one game this year in the first quarter they scored 10 points and that was it they score zilch constantly in the first quarter they take the first quarter off they need the first quarter in order to get their momentum going i don't know what the hell the case i don't know what's going on here and len does it actually come down to the coaching here i mean i i at this point it kind of has to doesn't it it's kind of weird like the first couple drives they had i mean i i remember seeing that stat you know one for four for like four yards it was but to me it just was like man who is this team they're running the ball nonstop. i mean it just felt like all they were doing was running um and just, yeah, I mean, it, it just didn't seem like a very varied attack. Didn't seem like a very creative attack. Uh, and I think that comes down to, 
you know, the offensive play calling. Yeah, and I think uh, we also need to talk about uh, something that's going to be all over the radio waves and in the blogosphere this coming week. The Eagles try. The Eagles off at Doug Peterson. Holy crap. It's the uh, end of the end of the second half. They're driving. Wentz is on fire. He's absolutely on fire, Len. He, he, he's in a rhythm. He is in a rhythm. But the Eagles try a fake field goal right before the half. That play absolutely sucked. It was Jake Elliott's first pass play ever, his first interception as well. And there were people on Twitter, I thought it was interesting, saying you can't love Doug's aggressiveness every game from a play-calling perspective, from the fourth going for it on fourth down perspective, and then complain about this aggressive fake field goal call. But I don't know, Len. I beg to differ on it, quite frankly. I think in that moment, when you have your quarterback who is in a rhythm driving down the field, you go for it on fourth down as often as you do in an aggressive manner. Absolutely, I'm for it. But when you put the ball and in your in your place kicker, in your field goal kicker's hands to try to convert on fourth down, I, I think there's being aggressive and then there's making a really dumb call. And I think we saw the dumb call there. I don't want to correlate the two being s- somehow, you know, similar to each other here. I don't I don't think that fake field goal was necessarily Doug being quote aggressive. I think it was more a dumb play call. You're taking the ball out of Carson Wentz's hands, who was in a rhythm. I I didn't like that at all. I really didn't. Yeah, I mean I think you either trust your quarterback, you know, trust your the you know the franchise of your team here to to make a play, or and I'm not gonna harp on it because it wasn't, you know, the difference in the game score wise, but or just take the points, yeah. take the field goal and take the points. I mean, it's not, you know, I, and look, I, I love that he's aggressive too, but you know, it just feels like you're, you're trying to reinvent the wheel and there's no need to there. Fletcher Cox looked dominant early on during this, uh, during the Vikings first drive, looked like he was getting back into the groove, getting back into his old self, but then he kind of fell off a bit of a cliff. Len, uh, Nigel Bradham went out after the first half with an ankle injury, I think we saw some good stuff from Hassan Ridgeway. I think he had a, a nice game for being the third defensive tackle coming in as well. But you know, just getting back to this, uh, getting back to this defense, man. Rasul Douglas and Sidney Jones out there—they're the starting cornerbacks right out of the gate. We've been extremely patient with Sidney Jones, and I'm talking about as a fan base. I think we all gave him a lot of latitude because of the injuries that he sustained early in his career, Len. But I think that patience has run out at this point. We've been waiting for a while now. It's been a whole lot of nothing from Sidney Jones. It doesn't appear that he's learning how to perfect his, his that position, that cornerback position, and his craft at all. Do we think that at this point Sidney Jones could be considered a complete bust? Yeah, I mean, he's he's not the guy that he looked like in college. I mean, that's definitely for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I it's it's looking like it. I mean, you know, you you want. You want to be patient through the injuries, and we've been patient through the injuries, and now he's healthy. I don't see any kind of you know um, struggle in his game in terms of you know um, keeping up with receivers. I mean, I, I think he's perfectly healthy. I just I don't know if it's a young player. I don't know when the time is to cut the cord there, but I mean, you, you got to do something. You have to go get Jalen Ramsey or or Chris Harris or whoever or both or all of them. Or everybody, I don't care who. But you know, if you keep running, if you run this this secondary out there next week, um, 
get ready. Get get ready to deal with all the awful cowboy fans in your life. Yeah. Oh God, that oh, it's going to be terrible. But I want to get your thoughts too uh, on a couple other things with with regard to the offense, Len. Before we move to the team stats, box score, and of course the grades that we end our show with every week. But again, Carson Wentz, I, I think I think he's having a good season. I really do. It, it, it was a pretty good first half for him. Sixteen to twenty five, hundred forty three yards and a touchdown. He also rushed twice for twenty three yards and ended up leading the team in rushing right before the half. And then he was absolutely on fire during the Eagles' first drive of the second half where he ended up throwing his second touchdown of the game to Alshon Jeffrey. It was Jeffrey's third touchdown catch of the season to go along with one that was considered a rushing touchdown, if we remember that one. And Wentz Wentz has now, I believe, 12 touchdowns this season and now three interceptions. I think Carson Wentz is having a very good season thus far in terms of being able to in in terms of providing direction and rhythm for this team once they get out of the first quarter first quarter aside I think he's doing a great job here but I'm concerned because we also see a guy like Jason Peters going out with a knee injury Andre Dillard coming in who was just not good today in pass protection at all when he was out there and Len he's got a long way to go if he's going to be the long-term left tackle in the years to come Ertz fumbles the ball. Just a lot of slop. But I think inevitably Carson Wentz is having a good season. And and I think it's important for us to keep our eyes on that, that he's not the cause of this. Because you got a lot of writers out there who are saying this is all on Carson Wentz. They're not winning games because of him. Blah, blah, blah. I, I, I don't see it like that. What are your thoughts with regard to Carson Wentz's season? How he's doing thus far now that week six is over with here? Well, there, there were some games where I thought he could have played better uh, last week. You know, we talked about that against the Jets. But, yeah, yeah I, I mean, there, there's – I mean, you, he is the very least of their problems today. And, yes, we know there are people that are going to – that have that agenda. Uh, I, I know one guy in particular that I don't follow on Twitter, but a lot of people do. And, and <laughs> he, he will be he will be doing his thing today, yes. I'm sure. Yep. But um, – Already started, too, by the way. I don't doubt it. Yep. Yeah, I, that's you know, <laughs> don't don't follow people that give you a negative vibe. That's uh, <laughs> that's all I can tell you, folks. Um, but yeah, like uh, yeah, he's he's been the least of the problems this year. I, I I really, you know, there are some games where I wish he played better, some drives where I wish he played better. I wish he got off to a little bit better starts. But you know, if if you're if you're pointing fingers on this team, he's at the very bottom of that list. Uh, it's it's absurd to say otherwise. I think it's also interesting to look at the rushing stats in this game. And we go back to what Doug Peterson said this past week, Len, where he was talking about how Jordan Howard is really going to be kind of that that the running back for this team now. You know, the, the one that's going to be that they're going to be focusing on most. We saw that today. 13 carries, 49 yards. He averaged 3.8 yards per carry. Miles Sanders only got three carries today, six yards. But man, Miles Sanders looks more like a freaking wide receiver. He looks like more of a receiver than he does a freaking running back out there, man. I I don't know what's happening here when it comes to development of the younger players. And I know these guys are rookies, whether it's Miles Sanders, whether it's Andre Dillard, who we were just talking about, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, who was just completely non-existent today. And it seems like some of these draft picks are just freaking wastes of picks at this point if they're not able to come in and really start helping your team. And I know it takes a while to develop in the NFL. Depends on what position you're playing. But man, I, I... 
the rushing, it seems like it's Jordan Howard from here on out, Len, because Miles Sanders, after three carries, they're like, yeah, no, you're averaging two yards a carry here. No, we're not going to have any more of this, but we'd love to have you run a ton of wheel routes for us, which you're really productive with. You're averaging 28.7 yards per reception in this game. Yeah, sure, let's do that. It's just really bizarre how this offense has been working here. Well, with regard to Miles Sanders, I mean, hey, it, at least he's given you something. I mean, if it's if it's only in the past game, it's better than nothing. Um, so that's a good I, point. I'm yeah, trying to you know focus on that in terms of uh, a positive here. At least you're getting something out of him, Dillard. You know, I mean, that's it's tough. You know, to be a rookie offensive lineman in the NFL. So I think he'll be better in time. I think if you you know need to depend on him this year, you might be in a little bit of trouble. Um, that's just the way it is um there's there's nothing you can do about that so and and he looked bad in this game today there's there's no getting around that so yeah i don't know what it is i don't fully know if i believe in the uh in the way this team drafts which is why i'm so open to give up picks again trade for jalen ramsey please yeah, yeah. um so <laughs> you know if, if you're not sure of yourself when drafting then hey let's Let's take those assets and move them for something you can use now, something that you know is a proven commodity that can help your team. And that's, you know, that's why I think this week is so big because this is this is the this is where the Phillies were when when Dallas Keuchel was was on the market. Do you believe in your team? If so, go get the pieces that are going to help you get to the playoffs. This is the line of demarcation right here. If you believe your team is a playoff team, go get the pieces that can help you. And and that's don't wait around for draft picks. Like this is a win now team. Do it. I agree. I absolutely agree. They have to. They have to get Jalen Ramsey and or uh, Chris Harris. They absolutely yeah. do. I don't know, Len. Do you have any other takeaways before we start getting into the uh, team stats and box score here in the grades? Um, you mentioned you mentioned the um, Jordan Howard in the run game, and and I just want to say you know and we'll get into it. I don't think either team had a stellar run game today. I mean, I, at first I thought Dalvin Cook was going to kind of eat up the uh, Eagles defense here a little bit. It looked like early on, but they kind of contained him a little bit. Yeah, better. do you mind if I give a stat really quick before you yeah, go? go for it. Yeah, I mean, go the Eagles came into this game giving up three point three yards per rush. Uh, three, uh, sorry, three point three rushing yards per game per rush. One of the best in the league today. They gave up three point five yards per rush today. Dalvin Cook wasn't <laughs> wasn't the concern that we all thought he was going to be. It ended up being Stephon Diggs. Well, the Eagles came into um, it, it was billed as an interesting matchup going in because I think Cook was second in the league in rushing, yep. and the Eagles had the top-rated rush defense in the NFL, and that part of it helped. They just couldn't cover anybody. Yeah, absolutely. I, I interrupted you there a little bit. Did you have anything else to say there? No. Oh, okay. I, I was I was distracted because they have bonus coverage of the Seahawks and uh, and and Browns on, and they showed DK Metcalf uh, on the sideline. And I'm guessing it's a mouthpiece, but the outside of it looks like a baby's pacifier. <laughs> and I, I, I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> I needed that. <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god, I needed that. A baby's pacifier. I've not seen that yet. It, it has it, it has the shape uh, of of a baby's pacifier, only like the base of it, and then that handle on 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 the bottom of it. <laughs> Like, I don't know what's in his mouth. I don't know if it is like the, the binky part of it. Oh, my God. I'm assuming it's a mouthpiece. It's got to be a mouthpiece. I, 
If not, then <laughs> what if he's I, I don't, sucking on a I don't know. <laughs> maybe he is. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Why don't we just talk about maybe Dusty Baker coming to the Phillies? <laughs> I hope not. God. <laughs> Aaron Nola's arm will be destroyed in three years. I, I swear to God, I saw those tweets coming in the middle of the game, and I just, I just went back on my couch like, oh, I'm yeah, like, got I, to be I, kidding. <laughs> I mean, he has a track record of success up to a point, but I, I no, just no. We'll get into it on this coming week show for sure. But oh man, all right. Well, why don't we get to the team stats here? All right, they sucked. So <laughs> the Eagles had 400 total yards in this game. A lot of that came in garbage time, quite frankly. Well, not a lot. A decent amount came in garbage time. Minnesota had 447 total yards in this game. Minnesota winning time of possession, 32 minutes and 4 seconds to the Eagles, 27 minutes and 56 seconds. Eagles had three turnovers. Minnesota had two turnovers. First downs, Minnesota won in that category with 26 first downs to the Eagles, 19 Eagles were penalized seven times for 49 yards in this game, and Minnesota was penalized four times for 30 yards in this game. We had a uh, yards per play, which we always like to look at here. Minnesota, 6.9 yards per play to the Eagles, 6.2 yards per play. Whoever usually wins the yards per play usually will win the game. Third down efficiency was absolutely piss poor for both teams, frankly. Eagles, 4 of 12 on third downs. Uh, Minnesota, 2 of 10 on first down on third downs. 2 of 10, Len, on third downs for Minnesota. The Eagles' defense was able to contain Minnesota on third downs, yet it was the big plays to Stephon Diggs. It was Stephon Diggs and his seven receptions for 167 yards and three touchdowns, which completely burnt this Eagles secondary. But they held him to two for ten on third down, man. I think that's unreal. Yeah. Uh, it, it, where was that on first and second down? I don't, <laughs> I know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that 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 to me, and, and you're, you're eventually going to ask me what, what it is that stands out in terms of the numbers and, yeah, and for both ahead. teams. I mean, neither, neither team could really do much of anything on third down for the Eagles that stretch into fourth down as well. But, uh, but yeah, I, I just, the, the lack of efficiency there for both teams uh, was kind of surprising to me. I wonder if we're going to start hearing a theme of, okay, Doug keeps going for it on fourth down one for three this week. We know that there have been some fourth down fourth downs, even last week against the jets that did not work oh, is fourth down something they should be going for it on. You know, I, I think we might start hearing that Len. Yeah. I mean, if you're not having success with it, eventually that's going to be like, you know, why are we doing this anymore? Yeah. Um, and you know, it, was all of that, you know, great going for it, you know, late and, and the aggressiveness, was it due to like I, I've already, you know, heard some people mention Frank Reich. You know, was it was it him rather than Doug? Yeah. You know, in terms of was it, you know, DeFilippo or was it was it that that coaching staff from that season that, you know, maybe they lost too many pieces and and they were kind of a, a unit there that that put together good play calling? I don't know. All right, well, let's move over the box score here. I'll start with the quarterback position in Carson Wentz. 26 of 40 through 40 times, 306 yards, 7.7 yards per attempt, two touchdowns, that one garbage interception at the end of the game. He was sacked twice, and uh, he ended with a rating of 94 
point four. And of course, we know that Jake Elliott threw one pass <laughs> intercepted. That was ridiculous. We talked about that earlier. Um, yeah, that's. I think Carson Wentz actually had a pretty decent game, quite frankly. But uh, Len, why don't you uh, give us the rushing stats here? Okay, Jordan Howard, you mentioned this before, 13 carries for 49 yards, 3.8 yards a carry. Boston Scott, four carries for 30 yards, 7.5 yards a carry, and and that's pretty much garbage time. Yeah. uh, Carson Wentz, two carries for 23 yards, 11.5 yards a carry. Maybe run a design play for him every now and again. I mean, he can do it. Yeah. Um, Miles Sanders, three rushes for six yards, two yards a carry. They just don't believe in him in the running game anymore clearly um so you know overall you're looking at 22 carries for 108 yards 4.9 yards a carry on the surface that looks good but when your leading rusher is is jordan howard i mean he didn't have the greatest day and i think that's just because both run defenses were relatively on point they were yep moving over to the rushing here uh miles sanders leading with rushing this week my gosh 86 yards receiving did i say rushing Sorry, anyway. He did. <laughs> Leading with receiving, sorry. Three receptions, 86 yards. He averaged 28.7 yards per reception. One touchdown as well. His long on the day was 45 yards, and he was targeted three times, came down with all three balls. Going to be very interesting talking about him as a receiver in the future. Alshon Jeffrey, as Len mentioned earlier, best receiver on the team this week, best wide receiver on the team this week, targeted 12 times, came down with 10 balls for 76 yards, seven point six yards per reception one touchdown as well Zach Ertz was this is what's interesting here Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard the tight ends on this team Len were targeted 17 times between them Zach Ertz had nine targets Dallas Goddard had eight targets on the day Zach Ertz only came down with four balls for 54 yards and Dallas Goddard came down with five balls for 48 yards that is not what you want from your duo that was supposed to be such a threat which kind of, which you basically mentioned earlier in the uh, in the postgame show here it's just a very disappointing day even though Zach Ertz came down with those four balls for 54 yards averaged 13.5 yards per reception very disappointing day for the uh, for the tight ends and I'll just say Nelson Aguilar came down with four balls for 42 yards Mac Collins was targeted twice didn't catch any so 306 total receiving yards 11.8 total uh, uh, 11.8 yards per reception two touchdowns Len uh, I, I I'm just really surprised with this tight end situation considering how often they run 12 personnel the tight ends are such an integral part of this Doug Peterson offense and we just haven't seen it come to fruition yet this year. We haven't seen the dominance of what we thought this tight end duo was going to be happen. We just haven't seen it, man. Yeah, and and I mentioned this, I think, last week. I, I think teams are keying on Ertz a little bit more because they know how much he means to, uh, to Carson Wentz. But, you know, still, I mean, they, they flat out suck today. The tight end position sucked today more so than any other game I can think of this season or even last season. I mean – it was just bad. So, and that's what, when, when a lot of your offense is predicated upon completing passes to tight ends and they have the kind of day that they had, you're not going to win too often. Yep. You're absolutely correct. Len, why don't you take us through some of the defensive numbers? Uh, not the, not the greatest day in terms of, you know, quarterback hits and sacks, of course, but give us a, some of the highlights here. Yeah. A lot more, uh, zeros in those columns than last week for sure. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Malcolm Jenkins led the team in tackles with eight, uh, six solo. He had a pass defense. Uh, Rasul Douglas had a tackle for a loss. 
as did Nathan Gary, as did Fletcher Cox and Zach Brown. Uh, Brandon Graham probably had the best, you know, day, I guess, of any Eagles defender. Four tackles, three solo. He had a sack. He had a tackle for a loss. He had a quarterback hit. Uh, Hassan Ridgeway had two tackles for a loss as well. Other than that, I mean, really not much of anything to, to speak of at all. Dude, this pass um, rush isn't getting it done. They're not yeah. getting it done, Andrew man. Sandejo had a um had an interception, but that was off of um, you know, Stefan Diggs, you know, letting the ball go through his hands. Yeah. I mean, if he catches that ball then then there's nothing there. Len, so I think Andrew Sandejo leads this team in interceptions this this season with two. I think he does. And for as much as people, <laughs> you know, complain about him and they do, I mean, that's not a good sign. If a guy that you're complaining about nonstop is leading your team in interceptions, and that's a problem. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, very disappointing day from the defense overall, especially from a pressure perspective, or of course, coverage perspective. Let's move into special teams now. Miles Sanders had one kick return for 15 yards. Boston Scott had two punt returns. He averaged eight yards per return. Jake Elliott made uh, his two field goals on the day. His long was 53. Cam Johnson averaged four point i'm sorry 43.7 yards uh per punt on three punts and i do have to say len with regard to the special teams there is absolutely nothing going on in the return game whether it, and listen even when darren sproles was in there at punt, at punt returner nothing going on at all man special teams has dropped off for this eagles team just in terms of the return game kick returns and punt returns they fucking stink they are not good <laughs> anymore, and this was a staple for quite a while, and I know we're, we've, we've gotten into a new era here of Eagles football, and I think that's important for us to know as well. This ain't the Super Bowl team anymore, and I know a lot of people still have just such nostalgia about that, even though it was a couple years ago. This return team, this returned game for the Eagles just completely stinks, man, and it's not helping this team in terms of field position one bit whatsoever, Len. Well, there's no threat there at all. And, and you know, you're not going to put Deshaun Jackson back there because you want him in the um, in the passing game. So you're not going to, you know, I, I think spread him too thin. Um, yeah, there, there's there's nobody back there that scares you at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, there, there really isn't. So maybe that's something that, you know, if, if the Eagles are looking for in, in the draft is, is a – I don't know if there's a Deshaun Jackson type out there because they don't grow on trees – but I mean, a guy that is just explosive in the return game, a guy that you genuinely fear, it would be nice to have something like that again. That'd be great. I mean, I just want a guy with some vision, though, too. I'd like a guy for some vision. I mean, some sort of talent back there. I mean, Miles Sanders, he drops the ball about a yard into the end zone. I mean, we've seen him do that before as well. He's not very good about creating opportunities in the run game. And I think that's what it's about, too, Len. You know, it's not just it's not just the burner like a Deshaun Jackson, but it's somebody who actually has the vision to get you an extra eight to eight to ten yards to maybe twelve yards more than than your average you know returner. Yeah, and, and I think that's such an important part of the game that this Eagles team has lost. So, um, all right, you want to you want to head over just our grading? You you good here with the uh, box? Yeah, score? yeah, okay. might as well. Grades. I'm going to give Carson Wentz this week um, a B plus. Yeah, I know he had that interception at the end of the game, but I think. He had, to, he had to put this entire game on his shoulders if they were going to win, and it just wasn't enough. And, yeah, he forced the throw right there at the end of the game. He had a couple other errant throws, but I'm going to give Carson Wentz a B-plus this week because he's just – he's got no help out there. He's trying to do it – he has to do it all on his own, and I think it stinks. So what do you give him, Len? 
Yeah, I, I really can't dispute anything you just said. I mean, it just it, it everything you said was spot on. Um, you know, I I might be inclined to go B, but you know, I can I can give him a B plus for this game. I mean, he was by far the least of the issues with this team today. Yep. All right, rushing and the running backs. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a, a, a C plus this week. Uh, Miles Sanders not getting it done. Averaging two yards per carry on three carries, and Jordan Howard three point eight yards per carry. I, I'm going to give him a C plus. What do you give him? Uh, I'll go C plus as well, and that is only because of Miles um, Sanders in the passing game. Okay. Um, if if you take away his his passing game stuff, I give them a C minus for the run game. Okay, that's interesting because I I just looked at him as a receiver in this game because you know like he carried the ball three times, yeah. he was targeted yeah. three times receiving. So I just figured, all right, he's a receiver because that's what he does well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not a bad way to look at it. So let's let's grade the receivers here, Len. What what grade would you give the receivers this week? Man, I wish I could separate uh, Alshon and, and Miles Sanders out from the rest of them because the rest <laughs> of them would, would be getting a D-plus from me. Um, uh, overall, I guess I'll go C. Yeah, I was gonna actually, I was going to give him a C-minus this week. You've got drops again consistently with this team and these receivers. Fumbles. They're getting a C minus from me. F- seriously, fuck them. I, I don't know what the answer to that is. Like, ha- I mean, no. Like we're, we're you know, we're not uh, okay. You, you know, you could have said, well, well, you know, that none of them played in the preseason, and now they're working themselves into form. I could get that, but it's now week six. Like th- exactly. this shouldn't still be happening. So. That's not a valid excuse for me anymore. Len, I watch a lot of football. Yeah, I probably watch more football too than much. you. <laughs> probably, probably watch more football than Eric, too. I just don't see other teams' wide receivers dropping balls as much as the Eagles receivers do on a consistent basis. Yes, there are guys out there who drop a ball, and there's varying reasons why they will drop a football that is thrown to their hands. But, man, it just doesn't happen like the Eagles do. It just doesn't happen. Like It's absolutely astonishing to me. I don't know if they got to get rid of their wide receivers, coach. But then again, you're a wide receiver. You're a tight end. This is your job. This is what you need to do. Oh, I keep going on and on. Oh, dropping fucking <laughs> balls. Please, if anybody knows Len's reference right there, email us feedback at philadelphiasportstable.com. That's all I'm going to say. I hope you don't because you're a very you're 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 a disturbed person if you do <laughs> like I am. That was so fantastic. I love that you put that in there. All right. The offensive line. I don't know if I can make it the rest of the show after that one. Offensive line, Len. I'm going to give them a grade this week of a oh boy C to C plus. It's going to be for me. I'll, I'll give them a C plus. It, it was it was rough. I mean, Carson Wentz was on the run every now and then, and yes, he held onto the ball a little bit here and there, a little too much. I'm sorry. I'm going back to what you just said. <laughs> so, um, I'm gonna I'm just gonna give the offensive line a C plus this week. Uh, thought it could have been a lot better in terms of run blocking, pass protection. Of course, Andre Dillard coming in. Just did not do well in pass protection. So they get a C-plus from me this week. What do you give them, man? I'll give them a C. Um, you know, <laughs> I, Wentz was on the run a little bit more than I would have liked him to have been. I, I feel like they didn't kind of open enough enough holes for the running game. 
So I'm going to give him a C. I, I just I don't think it was a very good game at all. All right, sounds good. We are going to get to grading the defense in just a moment, but we are going to pay some bills here at the Philadelphia Sports Table Podcast Show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are back and now we're going to grade the defensive uh, units here. Uh, the line... I gotta, I gotta give them some credit here because they were the best part of the defense lens. So I'm gonna give the line because of the one sack. <laughs> and Fletcher Cox played pretty well in the first, and I know he was doubled throughout the entire game. I know that he was double teamed, but I, I'll give him a B minus this week. You know, what, what, what do you give him? And I think that's being generous, quite frankly. But I'll give the defensive line a B minus. What do you give him? Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll go C plus. I I you know Ridgeway had a couple tackles for loss. Brandon Graham had a couple decent plays, and, and Cox was good early. But you know, um, you, you know, Kirk Cousins had plenty of time to throw the ball. So yes, he did. Uh, that that can't happen. Um, so yeah, so I'm gonna go C plus for him. Bucket, I'll give him a C plus too. That you're absolutely right. I'm down. I'm down. Downgrade. <laughs> <laughs> linebackers Nigel Bradham out with an ankle injury Nate Gary stepping in there Um, Nate Gary not certainly the best linebacker out there in the league didn't play all that bad I mean he gives it his all when he's out there I I gotta tell you the guy's not the greatest talent at running or at linebacker but man he runs his ass off out there tries to get to the ball tries to make plays um, I mean, even TJ Edwards was out there as well. We saw Zach Brown with a tackle for a loss. I mean, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give the linebackers this week a B minus. What do you give them? Well, since we're on linebackers, I would like to uh, also point out, uh, Zach Brown, you talked all that shit about Kirk Cousins this week, didn't you? Yep. How'd that work out for you? <laughs> Maybe keep your mouth shut. That'd be nice. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean... I didn't really see a whole lot that was special out of the linebacking core. Uh, I know Bradham was out at one point in the game and and didn't come back, so that's a concern. Um, I, I don't know if you know anything about his status yet. No, he was just um, out. I don't know anything yet. Okay, so hopefully that's something that you know isn't too long for for him being out because they're going to need him next week. So, who oh boy, um, I will go. C plus with the linebackers as well. Okay, let's move over to the secondary cornerbacks and safeties this week. They get a, they just get a big F, an F for just fuck off, <laughs> you know, including including Malcolm Jenkins, who we all love and who led the team today with eight total tackles. 
just to the entire secondary, you get an F for me today. You had absolutely no clue how to communicate with each other. How many times did we did Rasul Douglas think there was going to be safety help that just was never there? Probably should have been there. The communication with this secondary has been fucking terrible. They get an F. Go fuck yourselves. That's it. That's what I give them. What do you give them, when? When you make Kirk Cousins look like Pat Mahomes, F minus. <laughs> I like that. All right. F minus. Coaching. Special teams, they are going to get from me today a C minus. Uh, I'm just, like I said, I'm just, I'm just tired of the lack of ability to create any sort of opportunities in the special teams game. Then again, you know, Jake Elliott's been a real solid kicker for this team, and Cam Johnston been a very solid punter as well. But we need a little bit more from the actual playmakers on special teams. They're going to get a C minus from me this week. What do you give Dave Fipp and uh, special teams this week, Len? Yeah, I don't know how much that that um, fake field goal was Dave Phipps' call, yeah. or if it's um, you know. So I don't know if I, it's if it's fair to put them on that on Dave Phipps. I think I, it was you know, Doug. I think it was Doug because at halftime he sure was, was asked. He was asked by uh, Pam Oliver, you know, if he would do it again, and he said he it, sure would. Yep, he said he sure would have done it again. So uh, that's that's good. Um, yeah. I, I mean, there's look, you know, you get the same things out of Elliot and Johnston most weeks and and that's good. But there's no like I said before, there's no threat with this team. There's no there's no fear from from, uh, you know, kick coverage units on other teams about the Eagles. So, you know, I see minus, I guess. All right. Uh, moving over to Jim Schwartz and his his shit defense this week. They're going to, I don't know, it's either going to be a D minus F plus for me, right around in that area. They just fucking sucked. And uh, I'll go, I hate saying F plus, you know, because the plus makes it sound like there, there's something, there's something a little special in there and there was a whole lot of nothing special. So maybe I'll just give, maybe I'll just give Jim Schwartz an F this week. How about that? I think it's fair. Yeah. You know, there, okay. you get 38 points dropped on you. I, I, think that's fine there we go f. f for jim schwartz what do you give him no, i'm giving him an f f all right fuck it here we go i love these explicit shows i really do get a, get a lot off my chest well the, the problem is we only have them when they do poorly so uh <laughs> that's true. I, I mean it would be nice to not have them that's very true you know what you know it's funny somebody could look in our podcast feed at this point and to just look at the eagles post game shows yeah you could probably pick out the losses you could, you could pick out the losses by the red explicit <laughs> that's right next to the- especially if it's a bad loss <laughs> exactly <laughs> all right doug peterson this week is going to get uh d plus for me or i should say d i i just really didn't care the way that he coached this game and like like you said especially with regard to the field goal those three points at the end of the end of the uh, first half that they could have had but went for the fake field goal that was big man that was big he put three points on the board i know it's only three points but it's still momentum that fake field that fake field goal was a momentum killer yes they came out in the second half they were on fire but uh i, I think there's something to be said for that so Doug's going to get uh Doug's going to get a D plus from me this week. What do you give him, Len? Yeah, I'm going to go straight up D. Uh I I didn't like the I mean the fake field goal call, you know, and look, maybe we're praising it if it works. I don't know, but I'm not willing to do that. And then um just I don't know, the early on in the game it just felt like the play calling was kind of just blah. Um a lot of runs. The first quarter, really- man. 
you know? They really didn't utilize. Yeah. Oh, that's every first quarter. Yeah, now. but that's the problem. Um, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it just, I don't know. Yeah. I Not one of his better games, so I'll give him a D. Yeah. All right. Well, that is going to do it for our grades here, and I think that's going to be it for this Eagles postgame podcast show, man. Do you have, do you have anything else at this point? <laughs> Howie Roseman, make trades this week. Do not wait. Make them this week. Get these guys into into the uh, in the practice facility. Get them familiar with whatever you do. Get them in here this week. Do not wait. All right, I'm gonna sta- I'm gonna echo what you're saying, Len. But I gotta stand back from the mic because I because I might have to yell it a little bit here. Howie, get Jalen Ramsey and Chris Harris. Okay, I hope that came through all right. <laughs> Your wife's probably just wondering what you're doing. They are. Yeah. Well, the kids are outside. Michelle's probably thinking, what the hell's going on up there? <laughs> Your kids can probably hear you from outside, too. That's true. <laughs> oh, my God. They have to do something this week, man. They have to do something. He's got to make a trade. He can't wait. Not with these two games coming up. Down no, in Dallas. It, this, this, is, this is a big part of your season right here. It is. It's huge. Absolutely. And it's a division game, too. I mean, this is we, we got to pray that the, the Dallas Cowboys freaking uh, lose this week, you know? And I, I hate having to they're rely. Playing the, they're playing the Jets. They're not going to lose this week. I know, but I'm still going to be praying that they lose. <laughs> well, yeah. get, get ready for your prayers to be unanswered. Exactly. <laughs> All right, man. I'm Jeff Warren. Again, Len Hunsicker. Follow Len on Twitter at Len Hunsicker. You can follow me on Twitter at Jeffrey underscore Warren. And of course, follow the show on Twitter at Philadelphia PST. We're going to have our regular regular show coming this week. We're going to have a great one for you. Our table talk show and interview this week on our Patreon platform. We're going to have Alex Carr from thegoodfight.com talking to me about this Phillies team where they're going to be going in the future I'm sure we're going to get into some uh, managerial talk since Gabe Kapler was fired get but into that press conference we get into the press conference <laughs> yeah that like I, I finally caught a little bit of it yeah oh boy that was I've never seen three more defensive people in my life they were they, <laughs> yeah we'll get into it on the show <laughs> sign up yeah, for Patreon you, you should yes <laughs> I think we're going to revamp our Patreon platform in the near future here. I think we're going to revamp it a little bit. Maybe put okay. some outtakes in there and stuff. I don't know why I'm talking out loud like this into the microphone. But anyway. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right, everybody. Take care, and we will catch you next time. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.